halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camila Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear, and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age getting hotter every day. So it's really a hundred in Vermont. It's very hot here. Um, I mean, it's a hundred in Kansas City, but Kansas City is on the plane, sort of. It's not unheard of. It's very hot. I feel very bad for my dog, who I'm reminded is wearing a fur coat every time we go out. And um, But at least we live in a developed country, unlike the UK, and we have air conditioning. Although these, <laughs> I don't, like, Those we have- primitive a- Brits are the ones that are screwed, living There's in their no- castles and their Downton Abbeys. And their little row houses. We're in like this kind of, it looks like the Salem. It looks like the set of the crucible. And these were definitely not built for climate change. They were built in 1932. Apparently the myth, the, the lore is that they have a burn rate of five minutes. Like if, if, it's any of these. Yeah. I, oh my God. I can't tell you what I did last night. It involves our grill and me not turning it off outside our house. It was, it was not good. You guys, it's amazing that it didn't burn this place down. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So all of these, this, they have a summer language program here and None of the students have air conditioning. They just have box fans and they must just be sweating their buttocks off. I know, but if you're going to be sweaty, speaking of hot, like when you're 19 years old is the time to. to These these people are in there like it's actually a lot of them are here learning Arabic and there's definitely a lot of CIA. There's a lot of deep state. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like they are they're actually they're there's some good looking people my boyfriend is remarks all the time he's like they all look so healthy and like not depressed unlike the students during the year the whole idea of that i you know and i think we all may have done a version of this is like going to jones beach in new york city for the day like getting sunburned then going to the east village going to a bar drinking then going to the pyramid dance club which had no air conditioning and dancing till you're just rivers of sweat are coming off of you and then the fact that people were still attracted to you and you were attracted to them because the sweat was just a glossy sex lube all over your body <laughs> that that's what it is when you're young when i you're didn't want to say it but yes yes when you're old it's just hot flashes <laughs> it's just hot flashes it's just freaking gunk settling into all your crevices and mm-hmm. increases it's not cute but when you're it, young it's just what a way. it's just like little pulls for crow's feet um there's a before yeah. you and an after you the before you is when you're you have sex and then you take a shower. The after years when you're like, I got to take a shower first <laughs> before anybody me. puts their hands on this. <laughs> Want to go to a dance club? Actually, I was thinking last night it would be so fun to go dancing. It yeah. is super fun. It Remember is. the Bulgarian disco? Yes. Oh my God. Remember how Camilo, you have to remember this place. This was totally was your nutty place. It was crazy. I think it was Bulgarian. Please don't let yes, me Yes, that's what it was. The Bulgarian Dance okay. Club. I was like some kind of uh, Eastern Former European Soviet thing, yeah. kind of jam. But it was so fun. It, it was. was. so like ethnic. Yeah. <laughs> it was like get your Euro trash jam on. And it was also like it was already like for years. It was like also very hipstery too. Yeah even though actual Eastern European kids would go there and like 
to be yeah. reminded home. And it was like Gogo like, go like Bardello. Doc Martens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just remember the one time I went, I think I went like twice. I remember people dancing, someone eating French fries and somebody smoking, like all within like a small corner of that place. God, smoking in, in public. Indoors. Yeah. God, what a relic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was do really you, fun. Do you want to go to a dance club and not feel old? Take a cruise. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> go on I... a big cruise. Then you can go to the club every night and be surrounded by 50 year olds who can barely bust a move anymore. And they're 50? Because let me, as Kim likes to bring up, we're all very close to that date. Uh huh, exactly. And you are the oldest. Yeah. So, mm. Mm, Camilo. They're, and they're, that's what why are I get they the doing? Boss everybody at- around. At 50, people, my God, that they can barely just, move. People That's are so, bad. people become teenagers on a cruise ship. It's disturbing. God, it sounds I've depressing s- and it, fun. It does. Right? Yeah, you have to sort of abandon yourself to the moment and know that you're going to be, you're going to be dancing to tonight's going to be a good night, whether you like it or not, (laughs) you know, like you're not getting the hottest grooves from the edgiest underground DJ in New York City. (laughs) You're getting, you're getting getting the hits of this dance hits of the seventies, eighties and (laughs) nineties. This is the rhythm of the night. By whatever they pick up in port at whatever, you know, uh, Mediterranean stop. Yeah. I don't even know where I would go to a dance club here. Like, I don't even think there is one in town. Really? You're probably just not cool yeah. enough to know where but it is. It's probably, uh, you know, I know. If I showed up at the parties, God, I'd love to go to a secret rave. You got You got to get the students to hook you up. You should you know ask. What? Actually, there's a chat board called Front Porch Forum. It's like Facebook for olds and rural rural olds, even more than Facebook is. Right. Like Boomer Graveyard, which seems impossible. And I should probably just post a notice and say, like, where the grooves? <laughs> where did Jan be? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. where are they playing Rhythm of the Night near the cows? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just try next door.com? They don't have next door. This is like, it's from Porch Forum. It's basically their version of next door. Oh. Yeah. So similar. Yeah, they're sort of the same, but it's probably I think it's a little more rudimentary. Yeah. Maybe you need to go to a square dance. I bet you can find one of those. That would be so fun, right? Adorable. Yeah. I want some rockin' tunes though. (laughs) Don't want to do the do see do. When I I was in school in Texas, we learned square dancing. Um, and I did in Michigan. And what? What'd you say? I did in Michigan. You did in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, we had to learn, and they would be a person who called them out. Like you said, Dosi Do, and I'm trying to remember any other ones, which I can't at this moment. But I was a square dancing fool for all of my schooling. Guys, I want some place that plays like Tainted Love. Remember that yeah. song? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's in the mix. Everywhere, of like you dancing? have a really good ch- well, maybe not a square dance, but you have a pretty good chance of hearing it like either at a wedding, on a cruise ship, in an underground club. Like, I think it crosses socioeconomic and cultural groups, yeah. So, that that's not one of the toughest ones to, to find, hear. yeah. It's an 80s nostalgia like pop classic. Yeah. So speaking of tunes, this past Mm -hmm. weekend, I was back at Lake of the Ozarks and uh, our friend Jeanette has developed this uh, little uh, playlist for when going out on the boat. And it's all country songs about uh, or mentioning being on a boat on a lake. Mm -hmm. And some of them were so delightfully trashy. I think I'm coming around on country music because I was laughing so hard at the creativity of the lyrics. And I just wanted to really quickly quote quote you one, which is 
taking a shot off a string bikini. That's what we call a redneck martini. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. Uh, and there were wow. so many gems like that. That's Lake of the Ozarks, right? You said? Oh, yeah. So, what exactly is it? It's an enormous man made lake. It has more coastline than the Atlantic coast, I believe, of the US. Wow. Yes. It's huge. There's so many inlets. Oh, it's unbelievably huge. Like when we go out on the boat, we can only go a micro portion of it. It's um, all man made. How do you man made make something that? All the, all the lakes, they just, the Army Corps of Engineers just filled it up with water. They just recirculated rivers. And this was huge in the 50s and 60s and even the 70s, where we have all these man-made lakes around us. They're all man-made. And so they look, they look cool because they're not like ovals or, you know, whatever, like they're a... designed, yeah. They're... Well, no, they have the shape of valley. So if you imagine all the Whoa. ridges of the mountain and so on, and I'll, I'll send you guys a like an aerial map later. It's, it's very cool looking. Hmm. It's Is vast. It beautiful. It's very pretty because it's, because it's in uh, near the Ozarks and it's valleys. It's kind of, mm-hmm. there's like hills along it and people are really good about not clearing land. So a lot of the houses are sort of, yeah, there's a lot of tacky homes for sure. It is the South pretty much, but a lot of foliage. Most Sounds of it nice. is preserved. The water's a bit murky, but it's swimmable. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's a very interesting place. I bet. Do you watch the show Ozark? It's it's in my pipeline. I want to. It's one of those shows that Jim wants to watch too. So I'm like, can we start Ozark? He's like, not in the mood. Oh, that's annoying. So I have to um, hit him. Yes. At the right time of the year, the the right equinox. I don't know when the time is going to be right, but. (laughs) Right. Um, Kim. Yeah. Are you watching any, any exciting Barbadian shows? Are there any Barbadian shows? Barbadian shows. Um, There might be some cable access stuff that I don't know about. Oh my God. You need to view and report back. I do. I do. I do have like five million channels i just don't watch them but i'm not gonna say that that there aren't um i believe there probably are so i'll have to check that out but otherwise not watching a lot of tv watching i've been kind of binging on old horror movies watch the shining wow yeah little pigs little pigs kim i got one for i got a double feature for you Oh yeah, what? What? Um, if you're watching horror, because yes. I just for the first time watched Candyman 1992. Oh God! And scary. Candyman 2020. Don't say another one. It's five. It has to be five times. They're both oh, really. Three. They're both really good at really fucking scary. Don't. Okay. How, why are you watching horror movies Love. when you are by yourself in that house? Oh Kim. <laughs> Um, Why are you torturing yourself? I might not be alone all the time. Oh. 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 See? She has the handyman with her. That's three times. No, but I mean, I've always liked being scared, even (laughs) when I told you I, I, I moved into this house. I was still watching scary stuff. Like, have you seen Hereditary? Yes. Oh, oh my fucking god! I was god. going to rewatch, but it is really freaking scary. I could not. I don't think I could watch it again. You know who scared the fucking living shit out of me, especially in that movie, was the fucking son. Yeah. When he starts, like. Also, we were joking. Remember when? Um, this is Tony Collette. And- yes. Yeah. She's okay, yeah, the kid, yeah, the little girls. Spoiler alert. I'm okay, gonna have to... everybody's seen it. It's four years <laughs> no, old. No, I, I feel like most people can have it and can't handle it. It's, it's really good. It's really I scary. Left, Maybe I'll watch it tonight. God, it is scary. I left and six feet in the air when that happened. Astonishing in it. Uh, um, she's so good in it. Okay, do you remember the part where Anne Dowd, the, the old lady who's like, 
Like when basically the sun thrown and she's like, hail payment. Remember? Do you remember that? Oh God, Kim, no, you remember no, that part? I remember, you know, I remember at the end, like, did you say hail PayPal? Yeah. No, I wish hail hail feel hail feel feels PayPal. Yeah. yeah. No, she says hail payment when he comes into the ca- their like little mm. cabin where they're doing yes. their worship. Yeah. And we were joking that that should be my dramatic monologue <laughs> when I get, went to EPAs. Oh I'd be like, please Hi, Jen, do it and report My name is Jen Tear, and I'll be doing a monologue from Hereditary. What if- Hail payment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or, or if you want to stay with, if you want to yeah. stay with, uh, is it Arias Aster? If you want to stay with Ari Aster, then do um, do Midsommar. the old lady from Midsommar. Oh, God. <laughs> or do you scene in Midsommar? Just, just cackle. Oh, do, yeah. Oh, do you God. Have, um, you know, on my horror watching binge, started to watch upon great recommendation of the internet, um, which... Yeah. Yeah, which is I great. I couldn't get past the first fucking scene. There's a baby, and then there's a naked person, and this naked person touching, and I was like, nope, I'm out. Like, I don't know what happened, but I didn't want to see what happened. I was so freaked out and scared <laughs> and, like, upset for this this baby actor that I could not watch the, it. The whole movie is like that. And you know it's based on... I, it's I based on... Admit. And it's based on folk tales from the era. So See, I really funny. So much stuff I can just kind of eat stuff that really scares me, like satanic stuff. Like, well, that, yeah. because of my upbringing, that's like the ultimate, I thought. But whatever that was that was about to happen to the poor little baby, I was like, no, that's my limit, actually. Okay. Did you see his next movie, The Lighthouse? I- I have I just saw the one with Alexander Skarsgård being an absolute beast and having the most incredible body. Wait, is that the same? Oh, is that the Northman? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one yet. Is it good? Oh, my God. It's good. And he's okay. he's like, my God, he's and I don't know what how many steroids he's doing, but he's he's really but intense. Like in the it movie. And encourage it. I, I did. I'll great, admit. Yeah. yeah, I was. <laughs> I was uh, I was uh, taken, you know, distracted, let's say, for the two hours that I was in the movie theater because it's a hot girls. Kim, I want you to watch which because there's a very, very funny story about the goat in that movie. The goat. The goat is so sinister in this. movie. The goat. And basically fast forward it uh, from that scene. I really it's like I don't know. I had a very, very visceral reaction. It's such like, a oh, save like, the poor baby. OK, that's it. It was like the first literal 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> so, um, I I could probably. Yeah, the goat. Yeah. If you guys watch, if you watch a movie, I'm going to send you this article that the filmmaker talks about working with the goat and it's really fucking hilarious really yeah never work with goats or basically <laughs> yeah they got a puppet because the goat was <laughs> so difficult to work with they got a goat puppet and then the actual goat ended up destroying the puppet <laughs> like of course it's really funny I hate it. yeah have you seen emmanuel the um the star yes. of tiktok and twitter and yeah well but it's it's cross posting from TikTok. Goat? That's where. No, it's a it's an emu. 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 Oh yeah, on um useless farm. Oh no, it, it's, it's called Knott's Berry Farm or something. No, Knuckleberry. Oh yeah. gosh, you guys, I follow a completely different farm account with an emu named Karen and one name, and this woman is caught. It's called Useless Farm, and this woman, mm-hmm. this Karen, wants to disembowel the the farmer who is like a young woman and this farmer lady she's normally unscathed but karen named because of her nasty disposition (laughs) comes after her like from the side she's gotta like she's gotta like catch it and she's gets this running start this emu is really fast as fuck and she's gotta 
stop her by the crown of her neck every single time or else her eyes will be pecked out and she will have lost her intestines. So I'll watch yours and you guys should watch that one. Has anybody done that horror movie yet? What the horror movie? TM, that- TM, TM. I mean, yeah, wasn't there TMD. TMD, but it wasn't there like a war, the Australian war of the emus and the emus won. Oh, really? This, yeah, this is like a whole his actual historic thing. I can't cite any source right now, but uh, intern. Intern. Tier intern. Two. Tier two. Tier two. Available. Yeah. Now. Thanks. Well, um, I do. We love you, Tina. Tina, why? Makes- Okay, so do you, okay, so the Emu War, also known as the Great Emu War, was a nuisance wildlife management military operation undertaken in Australia over the later part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in the Campion District of Western Australia. The unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus, blah 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 blah. Uh, while a number of the birds were killed, the emu population persisted and continued to cause crop destruction. So the emus won this war. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> you know who also won a war this week? Jennifer Lopez, the War of Love. <laughs> oh, sorry, God. Jennifer Affleck. She, oh, she taking, she's she's taking, taking his name. Yes. No. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She God, is. We really are she's back actually in the early Jennifer 2000s. Affleck. Uh, after the duck and the insurance company, but <laughs> yes. I could see how you could get that mixed up, Jen. Sorry, Jennifer imagine, Affleck. Can you imagine he was Ben Lopez now? That would be hot. Ben Lopez, summer. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of a sweet story, right? They, it they. I give it two more years. Really? Yeah. Well, you do They've think they're all just been married and divorced they're, so many fucking times. I know. So, done. like, apparently, yeah. the success rate of like marriages decrease. The percentage chance of success decreases with how many, like, how much you get remarried. So, like, apparently, third marriages are thirty percent likely to succeed. But okay, the statistics on getting back together with the same person with your true love that only happens in hollywood too that's like they realize there's literally only a hundred people in the world that get their life so look now remember when he worshipped her butt on the yacht yeah video recreated it (laughs) recently though that is love and her butt looks exactly the same because of olive oil guys you know yeah. what? She, her I'm so sick of J-Lo and I her. Know. You guys, I, I know you think I have plastic surgery, but I just I just rub olive oil over my body. Like, well, she also I've has a skincare line. Bitch, stop. <laughs> I know. It's really, it's, it's just side note, because we do talk about these things. It's kind of in our wheelhouse. I think that's bullshit and it's very damaging. Agreed. Yeah, but again, yeah. these people because are... I've been slathering myself like an eggplant every night, <laughs> and you know, let me tell you something, J Lo, <laughs> I'm still getting those crow's nests. Plus, I'm breaking out all over the yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. It's an absolute cannot just, breathe. You cannot put olive oil on your fucking body. It's not non-comedogenic. It's you can't. You I wouldn't put it on your face. I put it on your body. It's also. I put it on my body just to, because I read an article or whatever. Um, it's also really smelly. If you put it, it on is. your face, maybe do it as like a mat. I'm not saying that it's bad for your face. It probably is great for your face. It will not reduce the, the it will not take away your wrinkles and it will not lift your face, J-Lo. Okay. No. It does it not will- give you facelifts. Imagine what it will do to your bed sheets too. Oh God, gross. Yeah, like, you'd want to put it on and then wash it off. Yeah. Maybe if you use the a thousand year old olives from the Garden of Gethsemane and you know, Jerusalem or something, like those are those would lift your face. I think yeah. the only garden she's using is the garden of plastic surgeons' hands. I thought you were gonna say okay. the garden of olives, aka olive garden. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. The endless breadsticks <laughs> that are giving her faces. Um, I agree with you. Like, she's clearly, it looks like she's had, she looks great. I mean, obviously, but I think maybe she's had Botox or she's probably had a facelift. 
There's it's more than bow tie. Although there there's a lot of what's interesting is there's a lot of photoshopping on behalf of the stars. It's like this whole big machine. It's not just the pictures that the stars themselves put out yeah. that are filtered, but news media will filter yeah. of, of, of the stars. You know, they'll be Unless in some, So yeah. strange. Yeah, that's interesting. Unless somebody has taken a sharp decline and it's in their interest to show the person in like absolute destitution you know do you know what i mean like if someone is still maintaining and still successful then yes tmz will probably photoshop it but if it's like yeah but it was everyone vogue glamour l everybody was doing it to the point where it wasn't beyonce like this is not even what it looks like oh you know what do you what did you do it was like please more wrinkles no, I, I think, but I think it was about like her skin color guy lighten look. I, oh yeah, I, but there was also remember this those Super Bowl pics from a, a few years ago where she looked really like I don't know the pictures the action shots of her. She was wearing this sort of like Xena warrior princess kind of get up, and she was. I mean, she's amazing, like perfect physical specimen, but she looked real freaking buff and real fucking strong in those photos. And her facial expressions were like she was like going to, you know, she was literally head off or something. Auditioning like, for Conan the Barbarian. There's no Yeah, question. exactly. And she was trying so, to scrub them, right? She was trying to scrub them from the interwebs. So. And as a result, the internet has never forgotten, and I certainly haven't forgotten. They were fantastic. I would. Oh, they were called the Beyonce derp faces. Remember? <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't know. I missed this moment. Google it, everybody. I will. It's like have a little bit of a sense of humor about yourself because they were hilarious. Embrace they it. They were hilarious. You're gorgeous, one thousand yeah. percent of the time. Everybody uh, looks up to you. You can't deal if the internet has like a few bad pictures of you, and they're not even bad. They're you looking hella strong, and you know it's. Eh. She's also, but she's notorious for like micromanaging every editorial decision like she only interviews herself she picks who interviews her um remember when she interviewed i believe she interviewed herself for british vogue or something it was like not even that's a very i feel like barbara streisand was another person who was like fanatical about how she was covered you know i mean there's all those famous stories about her putting like vaseline on the lens Mm. like that she has her own lighting person that comes in when she she does a film you're right and she can only be photographed from her good side look the truth is it's probably very difficult to age when you've had an entire career especially i think as a sex symbol yeah, you know? I dropped something in the chat that's 100% a real picture <laughs> you yes. guys I'm always excited to see this. Oh my God. I can understand why she wanted that scrubbed. <laughs> That's really tough. It's incredible. It's there's funny. a whole series of them. And it's not just one. There's like so Okay. I would them. totally be like, I'm going to also get to, I would I okay, I understand. I uh, that's you can be we, on your, you be on your phone. Because <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. You'd be on the phone with all of your PR people, wouldn't you? Oh, Jane? yes, exactly. You guys, I have pictures like this on the internet. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, Come on, I'm not Beyonce, so nobody gives a f-, f. I've definitely gotten a text from you that's like, take it down. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I was like, was oh, so have I. So have I. <laughs> Remember the horror of being tagged on Facebook in the yes. early days when you, had, you had no, no control. control over it? Jen used to love it. It Jen was a <laughs> Remember when you torture. were growing I up with the flu? I took a whole artistic <laughs> photo series of it and I put it on Facebook. I'd be like, Jen, you took those down right now. Yeah, I distinctly was, uh, remember Kim telling me that you were the worst about it. <laughs> me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I did it once and she asked me to take it down. So I took it down. And then she was like, well, at least you're basically not like Jen constantly. 
No, it was just because it was, I was doing because art. It was art for you. But it was never a bad picture of you. You'd be like what? beautiful. <laughs> no. And, and it was like, and then here's my friend Kim. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. So this is, this like, is a, hell warmed over. This is a great transition to our topic. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, as if. So we're going to be discussing this New York Times article. Can't talk. I'm busy being hot. (laughs) A social media movement inspired by the rapper Megan the Stallion strikes back at the gatekeepers of beauty. Uh, could Could I interrupt for a second? Yeah. It should be. I'm sorry. Can't talk. Big hot. Is that a Megan the Stallion impersonation? That's exactly yes. As as you uh, know, I can see nailed it. Um who's the who's the author of this? Um Okay, the author of this incredible piece of journalism, uh, which is why I pay four dollars a month for the New York Times, is Ooh, Danya Isawi. Sorry if I'm mis- mispronouncing that. Um, and she, judging from her tiny little circle picture, it looks like she's actually genuinely hot. Um, I mean, she's got to be qualified in some manner. That's right. true. Can't I wrote an talk. article I'm for the New York Times. Like, that's so hot. Being hot. Yeah, I'm published in the Times. Like, that's the hottest thing. <laughs> it's totally hot. Okay, so how Sorry, we... I can only Let's relate all... to the Paris Hilton okay. era. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. I think we should all do a book report on this art. Like, let's all give our takes on this article. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Okay. No, Kim, I think the man should go first. Just go ahead. Okay, this article is about the new and improved and expanded definition of hot and Mm -hmm. hotness. According to the New York Times, hotness is not just a measure of temperature and heat or attractiveness (laughs) sexually. It is a state of mind. You might feel hot while twirling pasta slowly into your mouth and posting on TikTok or while graduating from law school because that's hot and being smart is hot. Um, Or you just might decide to take a walk and think about your goals. And that is also deemed to be hashtag hot girl shit. Yeah, but not and if you're thinking about boys. Not not thinking about boys, though. Uh, according to Megan the Stallion, a few years ago, we were all uh, charged with this goal of having a hot girl summer. Hot girl summer involves being hot, twerking, <laughs> twerking on your man's face, twerking at the park, twerking at the pool. <laughs> being twerking in the van and twerking in the school right dr seuss didn't know that he had (laughs) written about twerking but he had but then also this article references what is that other megan the stallion bye i gotta i'm sorry too busy gotta go be hot like the name of the article isn't that what we're referring to yeah something like that but she talks about, I forget it, but you know, fans write in. Uh, she talks about twerking, of course. She talks about spending uh, some man's money on her outfits. She talks about the rumors and people talking about her. She's gonna dead them, dead them. That means like kill the rumors. And she just like doesn't give a fuck. And that is being hot. Also, she talks about different, you know, he eats her, you know. Mm. Oh, God. not on right. this podcast, Kim. Oh, I know. On this oh. podcast. The pearls, <laughs> I'm punching my own right now. But um, I mean, basically, it kind of strays very far away from the, the Megan Thee Stallion concept of hotness, which has some vague 
allusion to feminism because, you know, we're hot, we're confident, we're going to do our thing, we're not going to be bothered. Um, but it's very heavily rooted in like being sexually attractive, as far as I can tell. But in this article, we're told to go to law school and twerk and eat pasta and take walks and all at once possible the end by Kim Gaynor. okay Camilo I this was very classic uh Gen Z slash TikTok politics for me which is that the driving impulse which is that you shouldn't feel validated by a third party to feel attractive or even hot um is good that like you don't need if you're a cis straight white woman you don't need the male gaze to validate or affirm that you are hot or are you a seven or a four or whatever like i feel like that impulse is fantastic but like with many things gen z the way that it actually expresses itself is so eye inducing that yeah. to a person of my advanced age <laughs> that uh, I just I, I personally I it's one of those things like okay because it again it's brought it has to be broadcast because if it's not broadcast it doesn't exist like if you're feeling hot like the pasta slurping woman if it hadn't been on TikTok when she's saying I'm feeling hot would it have felt hot it's like can hotness it's like the classic if a tree falls in the wood yes. and nobody if, heard it is if it i'm still... slurping pasta in my kitchen and a tank top and i'm actually reasonably attractive looking to start yeah. with yeah and in, in an objective sense and you don't is, post it on tiktok and you don't post it on tiktok was it hot or was it just you eating pasta the answer is no <laughs> yeah you have to make your hotness public <laughs> It's not hotness unless it's recorded and like. Jen, can you read us some choice? Oh, oh, sorry. It's Jen's turn for a book report first. Yes. And then I'd like to hear some choice bits from the article. Okay. I want to actually, I found a tweet <laughs> about this article from somebody that I thought was kind of interesting. And I'm curious to get your take. The hyped up and implicitly progressive question mark trend towards a disdain for external standards of intelligence, of beauty, hotness, of mental health, of qualitative differences of any kind is bizarre. Sport is becoming the last refuge of genuine excellence. Well, any professional arena, I would say in that sense, like, yeah, you, you can fake it till you make it in some things, but you know, you got to learn something to get ahead. Unless you're the, you know, the CEO's son or daughter. Even if, Ivanka, you know, I'm on all Eric, the Donald Jr., I'm looking at you. Um, Faking it till you make it happens in almost every arena, including ones that people's lives are at stake. Yeah. I have read, uh, you know, I'm on this like professional website. It's called Fishbowl and it's all it's all anonymous, but it's people posting about their job situations. So oh, interesting. People who lie to get where they got, yeah. faked their, um, fake their, their diplomas and, and, and wow. Uh, that's kind of like a skill too. To be a sociopath. Yeah. Being a sociopath. Yeah. They, they, um, just lie. And then they wind up on these forums and, kind of say, oh, I'm in this situation now. I um, I just read one, like, I'm in this situation now and I'm up for a promotion, but they, I, I got this job and don't have a degree. Like I faked my master's degree. Right. I don't have this degree. And if they, they're, they might check it again. And I don't know what to do. Should I turn it down for fear of them finding out or should I try my luck again? Anyway. Wow. Yeah. What's the consensus? people are all over the place lie how how you know it depends what it also answers there like uh, you know good for you if if you can get away with it and you know the the man is 
fucking people over every day. Why right. should yeah. no, I mean, back? Yeah. There's a lot of also, rationalization. That's interesting. You know, this makes me think a little bit about um, Shantane's aunt. Uh, she started at a, um, t- a startup. Uh, this is like 25 years ago. Um, it was in San Jose and she was a sec. She was an administrative assistant. She worked her way up to be the CFO of that company. And she did not have a college degree. And it she went. Did the, she lie or did she just? No, no. She just worked her way up. That's amazing. It was incredible. And when a German company bought it, they had to replace her with two people to do the job that she did. And that no longer, that kind of culture doesn't exist anymore, where someone without a college degree can go from being um, a secretary to the CFO because this country has become absolutely obsessed with credentialism. It's clubs you know? and credentials. And I don't absolutely. know. I am currently one of the, well, self-proclaimed top graphic designers in the Midwest, if not the entire U.S., and I don't have a graphic design degree. Yeah, but you went to college. I'm talking about somebody. Yes, but I, but I went to college, college. for. Right. Acting. He didn't learn any. Yes, I went to college for acting. Like I can. As I know, but you also stuff, went to pretend to, a pres- to be a baby that evolves into an it old doesn't matter in three I, minutes like that. I just think you went to the University of Michigan, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Which is one of the best state schools in the country. And there's a kind of prestige associated with that. Whereas if you said I didn't go to college. I'm sorry, you just would not get the same kind of entree. I, I, yeah. and, and that's the thing, Jen, because on those forums, a lot of people are like, fuck it, what am I supposed to do? You know, languish in my career. And, right. you know, at this point, I mean, some people will say go to college, but like at a certain point, it's like, no, fuck that. I can yeah. do this job. So, yeah. And you know what? That's hot. Talking about right. hot. We, I mean, we, we strayed a little bit. I can't remember. Yeah. There was a thread that led to this. I don't know what it was. If you if you fake it, if you literally fake it till you make it to the boardroom, that is as hot as it gets. Like if I was on a date with someone and they were like, I literally have a middle school education, but <laughs> I have fooled everybody <laughs> every step along of the way. Like I've read. I have book. a third grade yeah. education. You yeah. would think that was hot, huh? No, no, no. But I would feel like that person would have. He's like a child laborer. There's nothing hotter. They've read enough books. They've decided that like normal education is lame. And they've read like they constantly read. And so they're informed. They don't come across as somebody who is uneducated. They just don't have that formal degree, whatever you want to call it, you know? You, you're they, talking they, about an they, autodidact. Well, yeah, an autodidact. The- That's hot. That is nothing is more hot than an autodidact. Yeah. Okay. I had one. And as an autodidact. <laughs> As a, I'm very as qualified. That sounds so that. dirty. I love <laughs> it. It does. I feel like we need a new shirt. Keep it autodidacting or keep it. I'm an autodidact. I don't know. Okay. One thing I, one thought I had about this article and all the people in it in, in kind of like piggybacking on what you guys said about Zoomers and TikTok and the phones, etc. Why does hotness have to be so fucking banal? You know, it's like you're eating pasta in your steamy kitchen (laughs) and you're already kind of, as you said, she's reasonably attractive. And it's like, I feel like the, you know, I feel sexy eating spaghetti is a kind of a cliche. Like think of all the, Think of all the, yeah, Sophia Loren or like even like Austin Powers, like a sexy, you know, like eating the pasta because it's obviously like it's 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sucking it. You know what else I'll be (laughs) sucking? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes, but this article was so all over the place as far as I know examples went. I mean, okay. Eating slurping spaghetti is banal, but graduating from law school, that's not banal. That's that's an achievement. I can get on board with that's hot, but like but one of the one of the yeah. And what but one of the commenters was like, you know, I, I think they, you know, people sort of wildly swing the other way. So that the cranky subscribers who actually can afford to pay $4.99 a month, like Jen. Oh yes. Oh yeah, you guys. I am truly the one person. Yes. So the cranky <laughs> commenters are like, why can't they broaden their vocabulary to describe, you know, this particular woman who's graduating from law school? Her accomplishments. Like 
I'm accomplished. I'm a success or in a whole litany of, you know, um, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, I they're like, why does it have to be hot? Like, why do we have to dumb oh. it down? And I'm like, just relax. Like, oh, but there were comments just, to the contrary. The, yeah. There, and, there I, and in my mind, I'm like, look, commenter, relax. She's not dumb. She just graduated from law school. She's just posting a dumb, whatever, banal thing on TikTok. But she's clearly not a dumb person objectively right 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 it's it's silly to say i feel hot to some of us because i graduated from law school but it's not a indication of your worth or intelligence i mean but in line in line with what you said why does it have to be so banal and then you gave this spaghetti i almost said pischetti you know <laughs> like what pischetti. pischetti is definitely infinitely like hotter a four-year-old that's not pischetti hot. is fucking hot that's fucking hot <laughs> so you said the spaghetti example is banal but i was countering with well graduating from law school is is not banal I don't correct know. correct people yeah. think she's making it banal by just saying it's hot okay and but how is it they're not criticizing just- they're criticizing her for just using that word when they expected her to use more lofty vocabulary right to describe her experience graduating from law school and I'm just like, just put the brakes on commenters. Like, just relax. It's not the end of civilization because she said this is hot. Okay. It's, it's, it's an accomplishment. How is it not just recycled girl boss? I'm a well, girl boss. Girl boss is dead. Girl boss I know, is but it, this seems like a, a way of like basically repackaging the girl boss, mm. like, yeah. you know, it it's great you know it's it's a great accomplishment why does it even have to be sort of put under the umbrella of hot why does it have to have some kind of sexual connotation isn't that anti-feminist actually but but i don't know you guys i'm just fucking this article article was so all over the place jen it was really unclear what the definition of this was even it's like a fucking slow news day at the new york times which is crazy (laughs) because the entire world is like literally melting okay we want to talk about hot like we have no polar bears hot girl summer let's talk about fucking global warming exactly that's the ultimate hot girl summer is actually exploding when you walk down the street (laughs) Because your organs are cooking. Um, That's speaking, the ultimate speaking of girl. under the umbrella. Speaking of under the umbrella, Kim, the Resident Evil show on Netflix, which is totally woman-led uh, in the cast, yeah, is um, super hot. Speaking of hot girl summer, I should check it out. And it's disgusting because it's Resident Evil. Right, um, it's great. This was a super video good. game, right? Yes. And then it was oh a Mila Jovovich vehicle. We're like, no, it's well written. It's good. Um, Mila Jovovich, right. like it fed her for five decades, I think. She, she needed a sandwich. <laughs> and, um, you know, okay. Speaking of Hot Girl Summer, what I am upset though, because a character appears both as a child and then as an adult, like they kind of go back and forth. And she has the cute gap that you have as an adult, but the child doesn't have it. And I'm like, is that possible? Oh, that the the tooth gap. Was I say. No, that's weird. It's it happens the other way around. You got that quote unquote fixed okay. when you're an adult. So that's the one flaw in the show. Otherwise, the actors, oh, that's annoying. The, the kids and the grown up women are fantastic. Hmm. Well. Shantan's about to have a hot boy summer. He's getting Invisaligned. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a three-year process. Wait. Wow. I haven't noticed. He doesn't have janky teeth. No, no, it's his bottom teeth. Huh. I'll tell him. I'll, that's such a great compliment, Camilo. Hey, uh, Camilo <laughs> said you don't have janky teeth. Oh, no, 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 no. Can I amend that? I, I'm sorry. I hadn't noticed you had janky teeth, so it's not. Yeah. Or it's not that noticeable. Camilo thinks it's not that your janky teeth are not that noticeable. Tell him to Listen, move to Japan. It, janky oh, teeth are hot in Japan. And is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that actually is a true, that has been a trend. Maybe it still is in Japan. Snaggle teeth. Oh, nice. Where I've got a couple. Uh, Japanese people are getting dental surgery to have actual snaggle tooth because 
um, they're considered cute. Yeah. Guys, do you think cute. that we're just kind of that the human race, we're just like, we're all really bored. It seems like it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. we shouldn't be know. bored. There's plenty to keep us occupied. No, I, know. I don't know. I'm never bored. I mean, speak for yourself, but I know you're speaking sort of uh, philosophically. Yeah. Sorry. Back to hot girls. Let me go grab some noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I and also people out there, if you want to stay hot, don't slurp noodles on the regular because you'll get those weird like wrinkles around your mouth as if you chain smoked all of your life. So don't slurp noodles. Is that unless, true? Well, those remember how actresses when they aged um, and actors, I should say, always had wrinkles all around their mouths. It was from chain smoking because of doing their. Oh, I think it motion. just may, might be from the nicotine. No, 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 it, no, 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 no. It's from it's the from uh, sucking. Correct. It's from the sucking. It might be a combination. Repetitive the, motions give you wrinkles yeah, and yeah. nicotine 100 percent gives you wrinkles. So, yes, yeah. you're right. But also the know. sucking of noodles, especially Sophia Loren. It Once a day. 50, 50 sucking noodles and smoking cigarettes. She still looks great, though. She looks great, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, when you she looks like she's been putting olive oil all over her body. She, <laughs> she genuinely does. Not even yeah. trying. She's just like that's how she eats, and it just gets all over. Oh, the more olive oil, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pasta, I have the primavera, so delicioso. <laughs> oh my god. You just reminded me, I have to see House of Gucci. Apparently, it's just so extra. It's the all accent. my accent was so did, great. Did you see it? I saw it. No, you, oh, you saw I've it. seen it. You've seen yeah, it. I can. I think I can do the opening line. The house, Gucci, the Gucci family. <laughs> That's literally her accent is somewhere between Eastern Europe, Little Italy, and like um, I don't know, upstate it's, New York, and, yeah, upstate New York, and then uh, somewhere in Milano. She's so intense, and it, it looks like she's a like in her first year of of like theater class the entire movie <laughs> also adam driver is literally like you can see him cashing the check <laughs> he's so checked out so checked out it's like well those like, those giant glasses seem like they're doing all the acting at least in the uh, preview it's <laughs> truly you know what it's a kind of an interesting story you're like this could have been great why didn't they just cast a bunch of italian actors and make you know what i mean yeah Instead of making it the star vehicle, it would have had doesn't to work to be an Italian. Then subtitles. And I know all of a sudden it's, it would have yeah. cut its audience down. Yeah. And Jared Leto is literally doing like he's he's like doing like Luigi from some kind of like <laughs> Chef Boyardee commercial. He's so he's in like a fat suit. <laughs> And, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. He's in a completely different movie. It, it's it really is a film of like everyone in the movie is in a different movie doing completely different acting styles with Jared Leto being like, oh, the pizza pie. I cannot believe that you took my canary. I mean, it's <laughs> you guys should watch it and we should I, review it on this show. That would be really funny because what's hot? What's hotter than Italy, right? But uh, uh, I called it House of Poopy <laughs> after we saw it. Oh, Lord. God. So you loved it. Uh, I, what I'm saying you're the, is you're the it new was Roger my, Ebert. I am. I'm like, uh, star, it's a thumbs down of, for House of Poopy. La Casa de la Poopy. It's um, it's um, you guys, it's terrible. I was I was listening to a um, one of my favorite movie podcasts. Never seen it. What? Never seen it. Never talk about another podcast on this yeah. show. It is because they might it might like pick up the audio and like do some kind of cross promotion and oh nice okay. or something. You should always <laughs> praise other podcasts. And, oh true. Uh, okay, I've got a podcast and, to tell you guys about. And the the host said he, he said a truism is that the more famous people in the cast, the less good the movie is going to be. Like yeah. as when you start piling on more and more famous people in the movie, the more likely it is to be a total disaster. And that was an interesting concept. I think that there's probably some truth to that. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's many, many examples of that not being the case. Although, 
Like there's many examples of movies with packed famous people that weren't all famous at the time of the movie being made. Yes, true. Right? That's and true, those The Godfather. Yeah, yes. Days, days yeah. and Confused, all of those people, all those movies that launch people, The Outsiders, that yeah, we talked yeah. about before. Yeah, those are yeah, great. In yeah. retrospect, now they're all famous people. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was hit. But at the time when it was released, there, there were just good actors. Like, yeah. Coming people. And someone who had an eye, uh, obvious eye for talent. Okay, I am cheating on us with another podcast. It's about Ted Kaczynski. <gasps> It's called Project I mean, Unabomb. if you're going to cheat on us with anybody, it should be Ted Kaczynski. It's got to be. You guys, who's though. Who's sexier than somebody who writes a manifesto? <laughs> and I sends mean, people deadly bombs. Yeah. Um, it's the first time his brother has ever spoken about turning him in. Wow. And it's really good. It's really, really interesting. So Hold anyway. On. You're just listening to it? Yeah, it's called Project Unabomb. It's on oh, that's Apple. Not really cheating. I thought you meant you were like hosting oh, no. other podcasts. I wish. Yes, I mean, no. not that I don't love that this would one. Be unacceptable. But yeah, it would be. I'd, I'd also probably be getting paid. All right. But, so on that really not hot note, we have to wrap it up. I mean, nothing. <laughs> Although an uh, anti-tech I mean, technology. You, the boner I've had raging for like 45 to 50 minutes just literally shrunk back into my fupa <laughs> what is a fupa ew <laughs> not the fupa <laughs> what's a fupa are you kidding Jen? what is a fupa <laughs> um, it's the fat okay. upper, fat upper and then you choose choose your p word oh god i know this area unfortunately i've heard my boyfriend use the words fupa <laughs> <laughs> okay um so yeah, we need to we need to wrap it up. But um, this was s- such a hot discussion, you guys. <laughs> I feel really hot. I'm I'm so turned on, like yeah, right now. I mean, Let's Jen has been this. showing us her like perfectly shaved armpits for the past five minutes. It's because like, whenever I shave my armpits, I'm just like, this is so fucking hot. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. <laughs> Can we show Kim's perfectly unshaven armpits? That's also really hot. Kim, that's what's happening right now. So that's, yeah. Yeah. It's self-actualization and it's so hot. (laughs) Kim, just do a TikTok of you just showing off your armpits. I will. You would get thousands. You would get so many. Oh my God. So many proposals. Proposals. What if I twirl pasta under my hairy (sighs) armpits? If your armpits started eating pasta, <laughs> forget it. Like you would break, you would break the internet. I want to break the internet. Okay, yep. I do too. And, beer, it's, and it's been intact since the since the Kim Kardashian champagne glass or bottle. That's right. Under, yeah. Under butt. Yeah. Remember, um, they went from that Kim. Let's track Kim and Kanye's beautiful love story. They broke the internet and then he threatened to break apart <laughs> Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. He, Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so are you <laughs> are you having a hot girl or hot boy or hot they, they or hot whatever summer? Are you having a hot summer? Write it in. Let us know. I want to hear about it. Have you been advertising your hotness on TikTok? We absolutely want to hear about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Have you been there. in a part of Europe that's on fire and you're literally because like running uh, away from exploding? Like yeah, exploding like ancient medieval structures. Yeah. We want to hear about it. Yeah. And therefore, hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Doesn't yeah. get any more hot than that. Have you been trapped in a molasses explosion and? Well, that's the famous molasses explosion of Boston in the 19th century. Wow, I do. This is turning into a hit, like Camilo's history. Ooh, let's let's talk about the molasses thing next time because it's okay. Can't wait with baby Um, breath. (laughs) Um, it killed dozens, if not hundreds, of people. They drowned in molasses. I'm not kidding you. Was Uh, it hot? Like, was it like melty hot molasses? Yeah, I think it was really hot. That was part of the problem. Um, Don't quote me on it right now. I got to do some research. Um, it was definitely very sticky. 
Okay. Right. Well, so so our email address is, is, what is our email address? It's halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. What a great promo. That's so hot. Love it. If you <laughs> donate to our Patreon, also at Halfway There, the podcast, you can get some cool perks, including forbidden deleted sections of our podcast mm. and a T-shirt and um, maybe some hot action if the, the amount is large enough. Right. All right. Well, keep it hot and perky. Keep it hot and perky. Uh, you know, you know what's super hot this summer? If you leave us five stars on iTunes. Oh my God. So fucking hot. Platform, if you leave a review, a glowing review, a hot review, it's even better. Yeah. That's Absolutely. the ultimate hot girl summer. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Five star reviews for mm. our podcast. Yeah. Remember hot. if you're, if you're, man boobs or lady boobs are pointing down remember that keeping it perky is just a state of mind it's a vibe it's a vibe as the new york times article tells us bye keep it perky keep it perky this has been halfway there but it's also the end the end of this episode of halfway there you get it